the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. You are listening to AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app. It's Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. On the cloudy side, the rest of the day and evening, mild at least, 55 the high, down to 35 night, though, getting kind of chilly and staying that way, looks like for a while, tomorrow kind of cloudy, some sun, but a high of just 40. Of course, the big news in the sports world, Eagles heading to the Super Bowl again, 31-7 over San Francisco yesterday, and after that, Kansas City and again, it was kind of the opposite of the Eagles due to the injuries to San Francisco's quarterback. And it's kind of weird watching that game unfold and kind of unravel in a way. The opposite was true of the game after. Kansas City 23-20 over Cincinnati, winning on a last-second field goal. So it'll be the Eagles taking on their former head coach, Andy Reid, and the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 57, coming up on Sunday the 12th. Sixers are home tonight against Orlando at 7. Flyers are off the entire week, as it turns out. The All-Star break's coming up at the end of the week. Some teams are playing this week, but the Flyers, not one of them. They return to the ice a week from tonight, the 6th, at home at 7 against the Islanders. And in hockey news, sad news, Bobby Hull, the Golden Jet, as he was known, passing away at age 84. He's a 12-time All-Star, two-time MVP. Had a slap shot, registered at 118 miles an hour. And uh, played 15 years with the Blackhawks and then wound up getting uh, traded or leaving for, uh, I should say, he wound up leaving for the World Hockey Association. The first million-dollar contract in hockey history, but get this, $1.75 million for a 10-year contract. So although it was the first million-dollar contract, it wasn't the first annually getting a million. It was for 10 years. But still, a big contract nonetheless at the time. His son, Brett. Hall of Hall of Famer, just like his dad. Speaking of Hall of Famers, we are very excited to have David Akers joining us shortly. He's an Eagles Hall of Famer. He's a member of their 75-year anniversary team. Been to the Pro Bowl many times. Played for the Eagles for a dozen years. Then went on to play for the San Francisco 49ers for a couple seasons and went to the Super Bowl with them, just like he did with the Eagles in 2004. And certainly the tie-in. From yesterday was Eagle San Fran. So David's a perfect guest to have to chat about yesterday's game a bit because he knows both organizations. And in a way, the third connection, very strong too, the fact that the Eagles' next opponent in the Super Bowl is uh, head coach by the coach that David played for most of his career, Andy Reid. So we'll have a lot of good insight, I'm sure, from David on the game, on the team, on the on all those things. He's also a, a solid believer, loves the Lord, and we're glad to talk to him about those things, too, as they come up. So we'll have David joining us shortly. Before we get to that, want to give you an update in our Preborn partnership. Had some good news come in just a little while ago. 
The most recent update, I haven't even had a chance to update the homepage scoreboard yet, but we're up to 315 ultrasounds now, which is fantastic. We have 185 to go, but that's a big jump since our last update. 185 to go by midnight tomorrow night. That's still a lot of ground to cover, but it can definitely be done. So let's do this. We, uh, and here's a couple ways to do it. Uh, first of all, the basic cost of one ultrasound is $28. And the reason we're doing this is we team up with the organization Preborn every January to provide free ultrasound sessions for pregnant girls and women who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. The statistics are very high, percentage 80% and north, that just the opportunity to see their child and hear their baby's heartbeat winds up saying, you know what, we're not going to have an abortion. Now, preborn's more than that, but that's certainly a very important piece of what they do. They, they add support to that, and that's a good thing because we do want to be pro-life more than just a, a single office visit to the doctor. So uh, preborn's all about that. Their relationship usually lasts a couple of years if that's what's needed. And uh, anyhow, if you want to help with this very initial thing, the $28 part, this ultrasound, um, it's 833-850-BABY. We've given that number out. We'll give it out again. 833-850-BABY, which is 2229. Or on our homepage, you can click the preborn banner at WFIL.com. Now, I did this a time or two last week, and I'll do it again today. I'll mention it a few more times. Uh, before 5 o'clock, we're going to keep the Hebrews 10.24 challenge in play. Hebrews 10.24 says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. So we had 17 people take me up on that because I said, I will add an ultrasound to whatever you give. Mentioned that last week on the show. So that was good. So I did my 17 ultrasounds this morning. But I'm like, you know what? I'm good for some more. So if that will help spur you on to give, I will add one more ultrasound to whatever you do, whether you do one or two, or five, or ten. Folks have done all of those and others. And I'll add one more, but it needs to come in by five o'clock today. Again, the number is 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229. Or click the preborn banner on our homepage at WFIL.com. And after the show's over, I'll at some point you know, this, this evening get a report back from preborn, find out how many folks gave a contribution this hour? One other thing, a special little asterisk on that, if you want to call it that, whatever it is. I have one listener who said that she will do $300, which is a little more than 10 ultrasounds. Was it 11? Almost 11 uh, ultrasounds. If someone else does the same. So she's trying to help push this whole bad boy forward by saying, I want to see if someone else will do 300 bucks. So if someone else does $300 this hour, specifically a $300 gift, she said, I'm in for $300 and I can vouch for this person. I know who she is. So if that's you, if you're thinking you're going to do maybe close to five or 10 anyway, and you're like, well, 11, I'll do 11, whatever it is, then the added bonus will be another, another 300 toward that, which is another 11 ultrasounds. All right. So that's good in play till five o'clock uh, as well. And I'll add one on top of that one too. How about that? All right, 833-850-BABY. We really would love to finish this on a high note and get to that goal. Every year it happens, but it's not. it really needs to be, and we appreciate your prayers for this. It really needs to be God moving in our hearts to be generous and kind and show pro-life, uh, you know, to, to exemplify that by 
by doing this. This is one way you can't, not the only way for sure, but it is a way you can do it. One more time, 833-850-BABY or WFIL.com. Quick break. David Akers joining us next. Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It is 412 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Yesterday, big win for the Eagles, 31-7 over the San Francisco 49ers. And we have a guest today who's going to spend a little time with us. And it's pretty cool because he's very qualified to talk about these matters. Not only did he play professional football for many years, but he actually played for both franchises. He played for the Eagles for a dozen years and the San Francisco 49ers for a couple years after that. And he finished his career with the Detroit Lions in 2013. He's an Eagles Hall of Famer, and uh, he is David Akers. How you doing today, my friend? Doing great, bro. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How about that game yesterday? Unbelievable. I uh, have, a, have a little bit of, you know, knowledge of both teams and just the background of, of where I came from. I don't know if some of your listeners know. I mean, obviously, I played with the Eagles for 12 years, but I also played for San Fran for, right. for two seasons. Right. So I went to five NFC championships with the Eagles, and I went to two of them with the Niners and then played in two Super Bowls in my career, one with the Eagles and one with the Niners. So right. it was just going to be kind of interesting to see how the game went. However, people are like, well, but you played for both. I went, yeah, but I played 12 years with one. Right. I bleed green. You know, <laughs> it's just just kind of the way it works after uh, that amount of time, you know, being in one area. And then, and then the Eagles fans, you know, they just brought me into their family as, as one of their own uh, at a very young age in my career and basically in life. It seems like uh, yesterday, but it's more like eons ago. Isn't that something? I think it's uh, 2010 was the last year you played in Philly. I know. Wow. It seems literally like yesterday, and it feels like I started just yesterday, and that is not the case. Yeah. And last time I checked, I'm trying to think, uh, and you were in town, right? For, you got to come in for the game yesterday? I did, and it was, you know, I know we were trying to catch up and all that right prior to it, but just kind of made a last-ditch effort to go ahead, get up there. My youngest son didn't really get to experience my football career too much. My oldest remembers a lot because he, he was – I think sixth grade my last year. So yeah, I had quite a few years of being in and out of the locker rooms and being all experienced, but my youngest, my last year was in kindergarten. Hmm. So just a different experience for him. And he, he plays football and uh, he, he plays corner. So being able to kind of be around some of the guys that, you know, like Brandon Graham and I played together. So, you know, seeing BG and, and the, the career that he's been able to have, Jason Kelsey, those guys that uh, Fletch, another one, you know, seeing them, it, it, it's up close is different experience that he can now appreciate. So, oh, yeah. uh, got <laughs> got him kind of seeing the, the whole culture of Eagles football, and uh, you know, even going over to Novacare and all that. It's been good. So, great, great being back in town. So that's special to, to know that dynamic. I'm sure your son. He must uh, must have had an amazing time, just the chance to see some of those folks up close. So It was funny. I was talking to his football coach because he's missing weights this morning and all that. He's like, uh, no, we'll, we'll be just fine without that. Not that I'm against education, but I believe there's more education, spending time with dad and experiencing 
different aspects of life that uh, uh, having your nose in a book and kind of grinding out uh, doesn't do. And I come from a family of educators, so uh, <laughs> things that my family never did for me, but I'm going to pass on, and, and those experiences will be more memorable than learning algebra today. That's great. If you're just tuning in, David Akers, our guest today on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia. He's joined us before. It's been a while, though. Eagles Hall of Famer, member of their 75-year anniversary team, six-time Pro Bowler, two times on the first team, uh, had a little bit of a start with Washington and some interesting pre-Eagles years, and then played with the Eagles for 12 seasons before the 49ers for a couple years and then finished with Detroit in 2013. And uh, besides the fact that we know you and, and we love having you on for a lot of reasons, it's kind of a neat mixture here because you have, uh, oh, by the way, Eagles uh, all-time games played leader. So when you talk about, do I kind of hope for the Eagles or the Niners to win yesterday? I mean, to be the all-time games played leader for the organization is really something. That was definitely um, a great honor for multiple reasons i didn't have consecutive games but to be able to put on an eagles uniform in a game more than any other eagle in history is definitely a uh, an honor and for, for multiple reasons uh, and along with that honor comes gratitude for the opportunity to to be there uh, whether you're talking andy reed and and company as far as giving me the chance to mr lurie for ultimately being the owner and and saying, hey, we want to at least keep this guy around too. So there's there's so much gratitude in that in that kind of aspect, if, if you will. Yeah. And you, uh, while we're here, you mentioned a minute ago Brandon Graham, Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox. All three of them, I think if they play one more year, they'll be right around where you uh, are or maybe would even all would technically pass you. But, I mean, those are those are Probably. some legendary names as well. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, and and it's interesting. You know, I was I was just talking to some guys this weekend. It might have been Doc or Brian Westbrook or whatnot. I can't really exactly remember who who was with this conversation. But you know, early on with in Brandon Graham's career, you know, they kind of some some people said, "Oh, he was a bust." You know, coming out of Michigan, being first round pick and all that. I remember that. But talk about a guy that has solidified and legendary career in in philly and and a lot of that is due to just who he is as a person never was discouraged kept pushing through and the season that he has had coming off an achilles injury the way he did is just pretty much remarkable so there's a lot of positives that's shared with this team and obviously there's going to be a big you know a big news week for the next two weeks i guess if you will in, in the aspect of comparing Andy versus Nick Sirianni, Travis versus Jason Kelsey, and, you know, those, those storylines are there. And, and I think one thing we're seeing now in, in today's sports, at least in the NFL, is Nick Sirianni is, is leading in a significantly different, even if you want to say 180-degree different way than Andy Reid led <laughs> right. as far as personality, right? Yeah. Andy's very close to the – to, to the best and yeah. you know a wall's up give them less you know nick's running down the sideline you know if you got the walrus mustache to give a little twitch you know that was a good thing you know occasionally i think deshaun even got him to do a little little chest bump or whatever but wearing his emotion on his sleeve and and uh, very much a player's coach and not saying that that andy's not a player's coach just very different it's just just a different you know old school new school kind of mentality and yeah 
and I, and I love Andy Reid. What's something he taught you that you that you you know just whether it's how he carried himself or when you were around for all those years? I mean, you're pretty much your whole career. He was the head coach in Philly, was was he not? Or, or Ray my Rhodes was in Philly. Yeah. No. Well, well, it's funny. I, I did my workout. Ray was the was the coach at the time for my workout when I signed. Then they fired him and then brought in Andy. Okay. And I'll say that Andy. Um, let me go back to this. To be successful, I think, in no matter what you do in life, you got to show up and you got to be consistent in methodology, if you will, on how to game plan in your life, how to get better. Okay. So you're either getting better or you're getting worse. You're never kind of staying the same. But if you consistently get up daily, put in the time, have a, a, a goal set in mind of what you want to achieve and continue to every day. Let's, let's work practice. Let's be the best we can be at this play at this time in this practice, you accumulate those plays. You put that day, you know, in the hourglass time, uh, if you will, yeah. you build on it the next day, you do the same thing the next day, the next day. Now you've put together six days of work. Now you're ready to go out to the game. You're going to work on this play. That play is over. You forget about it. You move on. And, again, you look at a culmination of work in that day. And hopefully from what you've done the last six days and then on this seventh day, it has all come together and had success. And you come out as a victor. Then you start the whole process over. And then by the time you look in the past, all those consistent days of training and, and games and whatnot have come together. And you are stacking up chips, if you will, on wins. And that, to me, I think resonates not only on the football field, but in life in general, whether you're talking relationship-wise, whether you're talking in your business, and, you know, people in, in kind of changing subject line within Andy Reid to like a Jim Harbaugh, and, and Harbaugh motto is like, attack each day with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. And you kind of have to look at it as like a Ric Flair, like, <laughs> woo, you're, you know, you're ripping back the, the, the bed sheets and you're attacking each day to be as consistent as possible, to put in the work, to get better on a daily basis. Otherwise, you're just kind of going through the mundane aspects of life yeah. and then the days just kind of run together and it's okay being average. And some people that's okay, but um, I love some of the people that are out there in today's world that that try to be uncommon. And, the, you know, whether you're talking guys that are SEALs, you're talking uh, the elite of elite athletes, you, you, the, the Jordans of the world versus like the David Goggins of the world that kind of do a little bit on be as uncommon as possible. And, and people will gravitate towards that, but it starts with consistency. And I, I forget the Admiral that, that, I think he spoke in university of Texas and he talks about, if you want to, you know, change the world, start by making your bed, right? It's yes. that first thing in the morning, being consistent. You, you achieved uh, a goal as simple and as, uh, as little as that task may have been, you achieved it. Now you're ready to do the next one. And then again, if, if your day goes to, 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 to crap or whatnot, you come back home, at least you have a bed made for you, right? And, <laughs> and you start the day with that. And that's Andy, that's Goggins, that's his admiral, that, that's a Jim Harbaugh, that's a John Harbaugh, that's a Jack Harbaugh. That is so many people, and it, obviously you can hear it in my voice, like yeah. it fires me up still to this day. So it goes back to your initial question. I have 12 years of Andy Reid that, that pumped that into me, 
And still, as a 48-year-old man, that is something that fires me up in whatever aspect I'm getting into in, in my life. Wow. Eagles Hall of Famer David Akers, our guest today on the Tim DeMoss Show. Played for the 49ers for a couple seasons as well, and the Lions. And since, the, of course, the uh, Eagles and 49ers played just yesterday with the Eagles victorious 31-7, heading to the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks, Dave was kind enough to say he'll be on the program with us. So we'll take a quick break and keep our conversation rolling in just a moment. Also, just a brief reminder, we're continuing the Hebrews 10-24 challenge. This hour means that if you give an ultrasound for $28 or perhaps five for 140 or whatever you do, I'll add one to your total. Did this last week a couple of times. Had a number of folks take advantage of it. We're up to 315 ultrasounds now, which is fantastic. 185 to go by midnight tomorrow night. I want to do my part to help that along. If you jump in, we'd greatly appreciate it at 833-850-BABY. 833-850-2229 or at WFIL.com. Also have a friend who said, Tim, if you can find one person to do a $300 donation, specifically $300, I'll do 300. She wants to do 300, but she's like, I want to, I want to spur somebody else to help out. So if you're one of those folks who'd be like, that's about 10 ultrasounds. If you're willing to do that, that's going to happen too. And I'll put my one ultrasound on cherry on top of that. So if you want to be one, be that person, 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229 or WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL.com on the app. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Eagles are heading to the Super Bowl. In case you hadn't heard, 31-7 yesterday, head coach Nick Sirianni talked a little bit about how it feels to make that first Super Bowl. Pretty awesome. This is something you... You dream about your whole life, and uh, like I said to the guys, uh, we've all been dreaming about it, whether you were dreaming about it when you were 2, 10, 14, 18, or when you got in the NFL. This is something we all dream about, and we get to do it because, you know, we did it better than anybody else in the NFC this, this year. So uh, that is pretty special. Fans were awesome. Atmosphere was unbelievable. I, every, you know, when you guys go into our indoor, there's always that picture in the back part of it of the 2017 NFC Championship game. And it's just it's just the electricity of the of the stadium. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to getting another one up there, uh, another picture up there of, of this of this special moment that we had. But uh, looking forward to celebrating this with, with loved ones and then uh, and then moving on and, and getting this next one. That's Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni, pretty fired up over the win yesterday. Also pretty fired up before the break. Our guest today, David Akers, Eagles Hall of Fame kicker, who, uh, by the sound of things, and also the influence that Andy Reid had on you, you know, that you should have written a book by now, which you have done, called Winning in Spite of Nine Biblical Principles for Turning Hard Times into Personal Growth, Increased Impact, and Abundant Life. Now, you also have a website, uh, greenacrespromotions.com. Can folks get your book there? Or? Yeah, they can. And, um, and if you sh- can speak order- them, too. Yeah. <laughs> if they want you to be yeah. a speaker, are you still doing speaking? Yeah, you know, lovely COVID, I was doing about 30 events, being on the road 60 days worth in a year, you know, travel day and coming back. Yeah. Uh, and I was able to kind of meander through all that, and things were really clicking until, until COVID, and it's been very slow coming back. And I understand it's a little little different on a lot of aspects, but I, do quite a bit of, I did quite a bit of corporate speaking and faith-based speaking as well. And 
with that, I mean, I would love to get back and get things cranking again, but okay. So the, way, the way things have been, things have definitely been different. But um, but that site, uh, if folks wanted to, they could, could they go to GreenAcresPromotions.com and drop a note in case they you know have some kind of an event yeah, they'd like they can. to? Okay. PremierSpeakers.com as well is, is another opportunity uh, as well. Uh, but, yeah, reach out. Love to. Love to hear about it. Love to, uh, to, to to connect. We'll put that in the in the podcast description so folks can get the website there. Uh, awesome. And I know you got lots going on today, so just a couple questions. One, just in general, what you saw yesterday. You know, the Eagles, of course, winning. It's a different game without the starting quarterback uh, for San Francisco being in there. Then the backup gets hurt and all that. But not to take away off what the Eagles did. So I, I don't know if you had when you're watching the game. I'm thinking of it. If I'm the commissioner of the league, also I'm like, we got to fix this because this really can't happen again. <laughs> To one team, even yeah. if it's, you know, I mean, maybe you can't help it's it once. Well, if we start looking at, at that game, obviously an incredible drive in the beginning. Uh, right. I was at the game, couldn't really tell if, if Devontae caught the ball or not. Uh, heard it moved a little bit in there. I, I'm not really sure exactly. But nonetheless, it's a very if you're an Eagles fan, it's a very heads-up play. If you're unsure, get the ball off really quick. Or, uh, you know, there was no sort of challenge done on San Fran's side. Right. But San Fran's defense was doing a great job. Bosa was stringing out plays. Anything was going wide. I think they, they were getting a little bit of uh, – they, they were very tight coverage on, on the receivers in, initially. So I, I was seeing the aspect of Hurts maneuvering, trying to, to, to find people. And that, that was not going the greatest after that first series. Along with that, Purdy was moving the ball okay to a degree. Kind of thought the, the Christian McCaffrey touchdown was just probably the biggest breakdown all day of the of the defense as right. far as tackling goes because they were bringing it. Son Reddick was obviously it changed the game in multiple ways. Hits Purdy causes to be a fumble first off, and then um, he's injured. Josh comes in and and creates some maneuvering but then they were just bringing it on him too so quarterbacks are getting hit you got one's got an elbow issue i'm assuming other one has to go out for some sort of uh i guess concussion protocol but it goes back to this i mean he was out lance was out now you're to your third and then you're your fourth string quarterback and you have nobody else right that is available and that used to be a thing. You had your two quarters. You had a third back, third string quarterback that could come in in the fourth quarter unless emergency situation, and you couldn't put the other two back in. And you know, different dynamics of the game change. You added an extra player, but it's going to be interesting to see if, if teams look at this and say, "Hey, we are going to change our thought process going forward. We do not want to get stuck in that same situation." Yeah. But let's just be honest. As an Eagles fan, my goodness, you you knock you got to the point where you couldn't they couldn't throw the ball. They're doing all this misdirection, trying to just get something to happen. And then your offense can't move the ball, so your defense is on the field. You're wearing down their defense. The running game started to open things up. And, right. and it, you know, it got her steamrolled that way. But uh, I think it would have been a little bit different a game, a closer game for sure, again, just because of the quality of plays, players that they had. Yeah. But I think ultimately the Eagles would have won regardless. Do you think players think in the theoretical versus what actually happened? When I look at, for example, let's take baseball. With 2016, you have Cleveland and Chicago playing in the World Series, and Cleveland's uh, rallies late in the game to catch the Cubs, and it looks like the momentum is completely in the in the Cleveland favor. And then there's a rain delay, 
and you could tell, like, oh, no. And then it turns – well, it depends who you're rooting for. The Cubs come back. <laughs> it all changes if it wasn't for the yep. rain delay. Like, but it, it, but it happened. Or yesterday, the players got hurt. Like, it happened. What are you going to say? Well, if only this guy was in. Even when I coached our church softball team years ago, and our best player or two would go on vacation right when the playoffs started, and they'd be like, well, if they were here, we wouldn't have won. But they weren't here. So, like, what, do you only live life in a – if it's like yeah, everything, you can't, go, <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you can't go ifs and buts. You know, you got the situation that you're in currently, and you played to the best of. Well, what if that person didn't get hurt? Or this, you know, there's a lot of that. Right. I go back to the '04 season. Honestly, we were such a good team. We we probably should have won that year. We should have beaten, in my opinion, the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. You know, we went to the big game. Well, we went to the NFC Championship game five times when I was there and uh, you, you look at that and we should have won more for sure. And maybe not the first one against the Rams, but we were really close to that. But then we had injuries in that game too. And you just can't add in the what ifs. This is a card card we're dealt and uh, we kind of got to go with, with what's happening. But, uh, yeah. but that's it in a nutshell, as far as my thought on the game. And even the chiefs could say, well, we weren't healthy either. We don't have a healthy, healthy quarterback. We had guys get injured and right. You know what's going? What do you say about that? And oh, then becomes a rest situation. And there's, it is what it is. Um, yeah. You tell me about that as a play. Just not to take too much time on this, but the, but I was even thinking, and this is not like I'm making a statement, but you know you have to look around and say, well, what could have been done differently? Like, could San Francisco have lined up differently to prevent their quarterback from being hit in the first place, or could they have been more prepared and had a third quarterback, or given their their Josh Johnson or whatever had two two passes the entire season, so he's coming in. I don't blame him for whatever he would do because he didn't get any action. Like it, it's not necessarily to say, oh, San Francisco did a bad job. Like they don't know what they're doing. But at the same time, there's some stuff you can go back to the drawing board and say, all right, this is going to take extra work on our part, but we have to be extra prepared because of that. You know, so, something like maybe did the Eagles outsmarted them in certain ways? Because when Sirianni was asked after the game about the hit, he said something like. Well, we do tell our guys to go after the quarterback. He he wasn't saying yeah, you know, he wasn't softening it. He was saying I I'm I don't want to be well, hurt. You hurt, have but, to. Right. I mean, <laughs> so. yeah, you're not trying you're not trying to injure a person beyond but if you it's kind of like this. If you if you have a good defensive end and he can rush as well. The one thing as a back, if you're running out into the flats or whatever, you're going to try to chip as much as possible and over time the body blows you hope where you're down. If you talk to B Doc, he was constantly punching, trying to get the ball out, you know, while tackling. Why? Because it wears you down physically. So maybe in the third quarter or the fourth quarter, you become weakened to the point where that ball might come out. Yeah. Right? And it, it's constantly, hey, get the hit. You hit on the quarterback and you get to a point where they're not going to step into the throw. They see you coming, and you're off your back foot a little bit. And then all of a sudden, the ball sails, and you get a pick. There's all of that mindset that goes into it. It's a very brutal, violent sport. Right. And it's not for the weak of heart and minded people. And you're out there like a box. You're out there. You're trying to physically intimidate and – win almost like a modern-day gladiator type of right. situation, right? right. And yeah. anyway. Yeah. 
David Akers, our guest, Eagles Hall of Famer, member of their 75-year anniversary team, six-time Pro Bowler. He played for the Eagles for a dozen seasons, played for the 49ers, so he's certainly qualified to talk about yesterday's game and uh, also the upcoming game, the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks. He played most of his years under the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, he was here before that with the Eagles, Andy Reid. So we'll talk with him about that to wrap up our time together. And also want to invite you to, again, call in or go online to help out in our partnership with Preborn. We're doing the Hebrews 10.24 challenge again. Hebrews 10.24 simply says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward loving good deeds. And so I'm going to uh, do this. We did this last week, a uh, time or two to offer to add one ultrasound to whatever gift you do. We're teamed up with Preborn for this month to provide free ultrasound sessions for pregnant girls and women who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. And so uh, just just a simple opportunity to see their child and hear their child's heartbeat goes a very long way to promoting life, first for the child, but certainly for the mother as well, father and all those connected. Uh, And I love the fact that it's a gentle way of doing it too. So if you want to help out, 833-850-BABY. If you do one ultrasound, $28, two for 56, five for 140, whatever you might do, 10 for 280. We've had people do all kinds of things. Uh, I'll add one to that if you give by five o'clock. I mean, if it's evident it comes through a minute or two after that, that's fine too. But uh, the other thing is I have a friend who said she would like to do a $300 flat donation, but she wants someone to match her. So if you're willing to do a $300 flat donation, not everybody can do that, but I know some folks can, she'll match you. That's simple, but it's by 5 o'clock. 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229, or click the pre-born banner on our homepage at WFIL.com. We're up to 315 now, just 185 to go by midnight tomorrow night. We've made some great strides. We still have a long way to go, though, so we can get there. One at a time. You do matter if you want to pick up the phone or go online and help out. One more time, 833-850-BABY or at WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. It's 444 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Jalen Hurts of the Eagles heading to the Super Bowl, leading his team to victory yesterday over the San Francisco 49ers, asks after the game about how he's feeling about this next step. You know, I don't I don't really know how to feel, to be honest. You know, you work really hard to put yourself in this position, and I'm, I'm forever grateful. I'm forever grateful. Only God knows the things that each individual on this team has been able to overcome to come together as a team and do something special as a group. That's what means the most. That's what means the most, and I always want to go out there and give my best, um, regardless of what's going on, because I don't want to let the guy down next to me. That makes us all go harder, you know, so I know I've been through a lot personally, but I want to steer it from the direction of how how good this team has been to playing together, um, being together, challenging one another. When we when we experience some painful times and some uh, some tough times, we always find a way to overcome. So, you know, you, you want to be going into it in a situation like this. And, you know, we have a chance to, you know, got, got a chance to go out there and win it all. So we want to prepare to go do that. Eagles starting quarterback Jalen Hurts got his head screwed on straight. And uh, we'd love to get him on the show one day. Hopefully we will. But in the meantime, we're very glad to have a really cool guest on with us today who has played for not only the Eagles, but also for the San Francisco 49ers, and he actually has played in the most games in Eagles history. 
David Akers, longtime kicker, also a solid believer. And uh, and on the football side of things, uh, and the site, by the way, greenacrespromotions.com. He's written a book, and he can do speaking and, and come to church events and all that sort of thing and motivate business events and all that. Uh, but I just want to be – it's obvious. We've got this tie-in now because you also played for Coach Andy Reid, who is now coaching the Kansas City Chiefs. What do you see now? The Super Bowl is 13 days away. Uh, give us some thoughts on you know what you how you view the Super Bowl coming up. Well, obviously, both teams played extremely well all season long, and Andy Reid's going to have a team that is obviously poised to be able to play at a at the high level. And if we look at last year and the year before, you know, kind of going into how the season went and ended for for Andy. I think ultimately, if you look at Sirianni and Andy, you're gonna and we've kind of shared before. It's tale of two different type of coaches. So, with that being said, Andy's going to be very consistent. You know, not emotional and take that time to kind of get things kind of going and stay the course and don't get too high, don't get too low. I think Sirianni is a guy that says, let's play off that emotion, let's score, let's get after it. And it's funny because I look at John Gannon, and and John and Sirianni are like two different type of personalities, in my opinion. John plays defense in a very, like, let's get the front four guys going, let's, you know, give them the underneath, let's not not give up the big play. And then hopefully, you know, the front four can make a good enough pressure on, on the on the run and the and, and the passing game that if they do move the ball down the field, that ultimately around the 30-yard the line, they're going to really start, you know, shutting things down. And that's a different mentality than some of the more outside, um, you know, kind of defensive coordinators are really kind of be are a little bit more flashy, if you will. Yeah. But yet in, in Philly, some people are like, oh, again, it's not new. He's done a phenomenal job. And I don't know why he's getting some of the – I'm not saying the hey, but some of the people, the naysayers about their defense have done great. Yes, you have to have good players to do it. But if you do it this way, it's not the Jim Johnson style, but it's very effective and it's worked for this group of people because of their skill set. And the statistics are showing that. I mean, even just the way they played Reddick this year, I mean, 18 and a half sacks, I believe, going into this game. Yeah, yeah. People said he was a bust to begin with as well. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys have done. An incredible job. Well, he's also got a great group of guys around him, you know, like a rising tide lifting all ships. And right, that goes right. back to, I'm not trying, you know, just to, to, you know, blow smoke everywhere, but, you know, how he's done an amazing job with the coaching staff to, to find a group of guys that do a great job of performing together. It's hard to find that chemistry. Yeah. Yes, they're talented, but they play well together. And you can do a great rotation, you know, with that as well on the defensive side of the ball. So, ultimately, it's going to be a very close game. I think we have two – you know, the thing about Kansas City is this defense is better than it's been in the years past. Um, Steve Spagnuolo has done a great job. I mean, obviously, his career has been exemplary uh, as far as what he can do as a defensive coordinator. So, it's going to be interesting to see. You think but we have two quarterbacks where the intangibles are going to be in, important to uh, to see play out because Hertz can do so much with his feet, and obviously we know Mahomes is kind of a magician as well. It's just going to depend on right. how much in two weeks that that ankle 
uh, heels up. He, he did a great job yesterday kind of maneuvering around, but you could tell he was still kind of gutting it out. Tell me if you agree with this. Five, the game will be potentially decided in the last five minutes. Do you feel like that's kind of how it's going to go? I, I kind of feel like that's in this in these games, usually five or six plays determine the game. A big mistakes, five, you know, a couple turnovers, a big play here or there. That kind of seems to be the determining factor in a lot of times in these games. So do I think that both teams are so equal in what they can do? And yes. Uh, and I hate to be the cliche, but if the Eagles can not turn the ball over, get after on defense, basically, and I know it sounds, oh, of course. But if the Eagles can run the ball, when they run the ball, it seems like it opens everything. Yeah, That's kind of where I am in, in my thoughts, where I do believe the Eagles will win this one. Ultimately, I think they have the better team, but I think it will be a close game. And who knows, maybe we'll see Jake Elliott end up uh, kicking the game when he field goal. Which leads to my last question, because obviously yesterday in the game, Kansas City and uh, Cincinnati ends on a game-winning field goal. Because it was, uh, Evan McPherson is their kicker. And uh, you know, time basically expires with just a few seconds there. Talk mm-hmm. about what's it like for you because you played in so many high-profile games. What are you doing during the game? Uh, how much paying attention to situations are you versus for just focusing on keeping your leg in the right shape and your technique down consistently so you're ready at any given point? Oh, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're paying attention to everything that's going on, where you need to be, and how you need to be. Uh, ready certain situation okay this is where we're going to be okay we're field goal range all right now now we're moving up okay this this is what the wind's doing this is what the field looks like in that area of the field okay we're good there footing team all right we score all right extra point boom next series comes up all right we're, we're pushing towards midfield all right let me get get swinging in the net um all right punt and then you, you kind of keep watching through that kind of aspect of the game and mentally, you're just kind of preparing yourself to understand that you are going to be possibly kick a game-winning extra point or a game-winning field goal. And that game-winning extra point might be the very first one. You might win 7-6. to six. And if you'd missed the, the extra point, you know, you're tied and you have to go into overtime and whatnot. But that ends up being the deciding factor early on. So if you put that men- mentality into play – you're ready for each and every aspect of the game when it comes to you because you just never know when that particular call is going to be the deciding factor. So when you're on the play, you get called to do it. You make the play. Yes, great. You move on to the next one. You don't know if that next one's the one that's going to be the deciding factor. So that's kind of the mentality I always kept. Interesting. I never thought of it that way. You're kind of spreading the, the pressure across all the kicks rather than just the one at the end in a way. In a good way. Well, yeah, because you, you, you never know when that is going to be the case. Yeah. I hadn't thought of it that way. But that makes total sense. And in a way, it kind of prepares you. It makes the kicks more even. And is that true? To, it kind of helps helps them all feel. I mean, they all are important. But if you miss a kick early in the game, you're like, well, I got more time. But you're saying you, you as a kicker were trying to think of them as all, this really matters. This could be the kick that wins the game compared to. Absolutely. Oh, interesting. Absolutely. That, that was the mindset for sure. Yeah. David, it's great talking yep. with you, my friend. Um, you too, brother. Yeah, it's really a great thing. God bless you. And uh, You too. Uh, and if I could throw in just how people could pray for you, anything just cooking, people can, whether it's general or specific, anything on your mind? Brother, we always, just like yourself, you know, we always could use family prayer, just discernment of 
where to be, how to do it, health opportunities for the family, and uh, just just the initial guidance of, of where you know hearing God's word. So that would be amazing. But the same for you, my brother, as Amen. as we uh, age gracefully and, <laughs> and see our kids grow and um, seeing next seasons of our lives kind of played out before us. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, my friend. Great to talk with you today. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. You too, buddy. Good talk with you. All right. David Akers, Eagles Hall of Famer, their all-time career games played leader, member of their 75-year anniversary team, went to a Super Bowl with them and five NFC Championship games, also played for the 49ers uh, for a couple of seasons and finished out with Detroit in 2013. And just a well-seasoned veteran, godly man. You can find out more about him, greenacrespromotions.com and Premier Speakers, I believe, .com if you want to have him come speak at your church or, or events. Uh, speaking of Eagles, Cedric Brown, who played for the team for several seasons uh, prior to David Akers, is uh, heading up the South Jersey Metro Philly Prayer Gathering tomorrow night at 7 at the Scottish Rite Auditorium. We had him in studio last week. Uh, talked a little bit about that. For the pastors who may be listening, there's no agenda. You follow me? You know, I was just we're, thinking that. We're, <laughs> I think we want him to want them to get back to your to church. Back. Yeah. <laughs> you follow me? We're just trying to edify yeah. the body so they can be fueled to go back to their own local church. I love it's it. It's not about, oh, we're trying to cherry pick members. Listen, yeah. I always like to tell people there's enough sinners to go around <laughs> to fill everybody's church. <laughs> it's true. So there's no That's need true. for transplant growth and all that nonsense. If we're going about the Father's business and Amen. going into all the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's enough people to come to know Jesus to fill all of our, ch- mm-hmm. our churches a hundred times over. So it's just really getting the body together, no agenda, no titles, but humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God and, and see it. what he does in, in the life of his church. Pastor Cedric Brown, Commitment to Church, uh, Commitment to Truth is the program you can catch Saturday mornings at 9, Commitment Church in Lindenwall, New Jersey. More about where Pastor uh, Cedric Brown is, uh, is, the, is the head pastor there, lead pastor. And tomorrow night, South Jersey Metro Philly Prayer Gathering, absolutely free at the Scottish Rite Auditorium. Details uh, sjmp714.com. Down the home stretch of the program here, look into uh, just plug this one more time. If you want to help out in a partnership with Preborn, I will add one ultrasound to whatever gift you do. Uh, $28 is one ultrasound. You do two or five, I'll add one to whatever you do. We have 315 now, trying to get to 500 by tomorrow night at midnight. We also have one listener who said she would do $300 flat donation, which is about 11 ultrasounds, if someone else would do that. So if you're willing to do a $300 flat donation, that's going to spur someone else. Uh, uh, I'm, I almost said her name. Uh, <clears throat> she's uh, she's not. She just doesn't want public recognition, but she wants to do that. So uh, because if you, she does 11 and you do 11, that really pushes us nicely forward as we try to get to 500 by tomorrow night. Uh, so 833-850-BABY to help. 833-850-2229. Scott Wilder from Preborn talked to us about the you know the impact of choosing life. I have two adoptive nieces. I'm so thankful that their mothers chose life. Even though they couldn't, uh, you know, raise a child, they gave that child life. And uh, they're part of our family today because somebody uh, was reached out and made that difference in the mother's life. And so that's the way it works. It's really simple. Uh, You save a baby's uh, life by providing an ultrasound. We'll send you a thank you note and also going to send you a little picture so you can have it and keep it. And uh, as a reminder to pray. Uh, if you wanted to do more, you can do more. You can do it again and again. You could change your gift. You could up your gift, you, whatever you want to do. But it all begins with just doing something. And so if you'll join us today, 
save one baby for $28 a baby a month for $28 a month. $140 a month saves more than a baby a week. Or a one-time gift to 560 saves 20 babies. 560 is the dial position, uh, the frequency position for this radio station. Join us in uh, doing what we do every single January. We save babies, providing ultrasounds. There is a girl right here, right now, finding out she's pregnant. Uh, The holidays went differently than she thought. Uh, We're a little merrier at the moment than she had planned. And she is going to have to make a decision in the next few weeks about what she's going to do. And the decision she makes will be impacted by what we provide. If we will provide those ultrasounds, we can help her have the truth. That's Scott Wilder with Preborn. Again, as we wrap the show up, 833-850-BABY. 833-850-2229 or WFIL.com. I will add one to whatever you do in the next, let's say, 10 minutes. Thanks for listening in. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.